Okay, here we are recording on Sunday early evening as the smoke settles in Vancouver from the forest fires. It's been smokier today than it was yesterday. Um, seems to be getting worse, mm-hmm. but it's just smoke. It's not fire, so yeah. you will not hear us complaining yeah. um, because... Our houses are not burning down like they are in other parts of BC. Unfortunately, yeah. So. What a sad entry to this podcast. Sorry. (laughs) Well, it's good news. Uh, Good news that we're not burning down. uh Welcome, everyone. Yeah. I guess that is a bit of a downer. To a smoky Sunday podcast. Thankfully, as I said, we're, um, we're only experiencing smoky poor air quality um could be a lot worse from our perspective that's for sure yeah we just woke up from a nap we can't really complain about much now (laughs) can we (laughs) no well it's sunday sundays are for naps sunday was a lazy day yeah today i was tired we got out there today though we did a little hike around rice lake did a lot today it feels like yes (laughs) i think we did two things but we were out and about for a bit. Well, yesterday we did... We went for two hikes this week and weekend. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was more of a hiking up hills, yeah. um, which we found a little more challenging with the air quality. Yeah, uh, I was coughing. coughing. quite a bit. <laughs> I was coughing right away. So today we took it a little bit easier. I mean, it's still good to get outside even though the air is not fresh air. You don't want to be stuck inside all day long. No, of course. The air just felt really dry yesterday, and it wasn't even as smoky as it was today, but it Mm -hmm. settled in today, and now you could really smell it. You can smell it. You can see it a lot better. Yeah, so we had an easy walk around Rice Lake today, so that was good. You still have to get out and do stuff. Mm -hmm. Speaking of getting out and doing stuff, did we ever last week we've been busy we had a haven't we monster week last week headlined by <laughs> seeing gregory allen isaacoff live at the orpheum in vancouver downtown vancouver and what an absolutely spectacular show he was great yeah he was great this was a birthday present for me for Jessica, <laughs> uh, so it's been a, we've been waiting a long time for this particular show. Waiting a long time, but it also came up very quickly when you reminded me that we were going to go see him. I was like, "What? Already?" <laughs> yeah, I thought we had more summer left. And well, I also need to because you're so busy at work, and you always post these calendars on. <laughs> Your Instagram that's got all these crossed out dates because you're yeah. so booked up and unavailable. I had to remind you that August 17th, we're not allowed to book any charcuterie boards. Yeah, that's good that you did because I I had to book my time off for that. Yep. <laughs> I had to ask my boss. Your boss said off. it was okay, had to negotiate. She's she's a fair woman. Well, I had to I was so looking forward to this that I actually left work early. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's good that you did. I left at 3 p.m. Yeah, that's huge for you. That's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And I was driving home to my place to get ready, and I'm thinking, what are all these people doing out? 
do they not have jobs? <laughs> it was busy. Yeah, it's busy. So I went home early and I got changed and showered and things like that. And then instead of battling traffic on the bridge to get downtown from North Van, I actually jumped onto the C bus, which is a pretty nice way to get downtown, I have to say. You avoid the traffic. The only thing that's not nice about it is on the way back after the show, I had to wait. Like once I got to the C bus mm -hmm. station or terminal, it was like a 20, it was like 23 minutes. Oh. When I got down there, they have this clock that, like a countdown clock for the next C bus. Yeah. It was like 23 minutes. So that kind of oh. stunned a little bit. But Next time we do that, you should check it. And if I'm dropping you off, just come hang with me. Well, and we can once, just wait it out. Yeah, but I go you probably, through the... You got to go through the turnstiles and pay to go in. Oh, right. And then you walk all the way to the very end and down the escalator. Before oh, you yeah. And out. then it has that timer down there. Yeah. So they must have a running schedule. No, like we need to look into that. Yeah, maybe next I would time. imagine they do. Yeah. But the schedule doesn't really matter that much you're, you're taking the bus the c bus so you just got to wait for the next one uh yeah and you with that time you probably just missed that one probably just missed one yeah anyways it's back right. to the back to the show so not taking a bus so gregory allen isaacoff was the headline performer the opening act was this band called shovel and ropes or shovels and rope yeah and i have to be honest I think they lied on their resume. <laughs> that was one of those. I think they said, yeah, mm -hmm. we're like a folky, chill, husband and wife group, ensemble, whatever you want to call them. And they probably said they play like peacefully music and stuff like that. And couldn't have been further from the truth. They played what sounded like someone holding two trash can lids together, smashing them. Yeah. Ugh, just that was completely tough. awful. Because that first song, you looked at me and you were just like, yeesh. The very first, the very first song, song was tough I, to get yeah. through. Thankfully, I think they only played six or seven songs. Yeah. Like, they weren't on for very long. You know what? I was also having a hard time hearing the words that they were saying. So, I, I didn't know what a lot of songs were about. I knew a lot of songs were about Baltimore or Birmingham or whatever that city country was and then um i just couldn't i feel like they could have probably done better playing in a smaller venue a little more intimate crowd because it was just the two of them playing guitar and the drums and the, but they just didn't sound very refined it just sounded sloppy it was sloppy is an excellent description yeah. of it i mean comparatively as to when gregory allen Isaacoff came out you're just like, oh my god, are we actually at a symphony? Uh, did, does he have a full orchestra behind him? Yeah. He just sounded so good. His voice was like, he was lulling me peacefully. I don't want to say to sleep, but he made me feel so calm. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was a nice, uh, it was very refreshing compared to the band that opened. So when oh yeah when gregory's band came out it was a six-piece band there was gregory who plays guitar and sings there's a piano player who also plays banjo there's 
a second piano player in the back that also played guitar. There's and a then he drummer. was doing like the maracas or whatever, yeah, was, like the accent yeah. instruments. Then there was a stand-up bass slash cello. And, that uh, was cool. And a violinist. Yeah. And so the six of them made... Beautiful music. Beautiful together. music. So they came <laughs> out on stage and they kind of like... Before the lights even came up, they all started playing, like, as they came out and plugged in, they all sort of, like, tuned up Mm -hmm. and started, like, they just jumped into this one melody, I think started by Gregory. One by one, they all joined in, and it just sounded like like an interlude kind Mm -hmm. of thing, like they were just warming up. But then, out of nowhere, it just turned into San Luis, Mm -hmm. which... Like, which is one one of my favorite songs by him. Um, but it was crazy because I didn't even see that coming. Yeah. Like, it didn't sound like San Luis yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, there was no real hint of it being San Luis. And then, I don't know, just like on a dime, it just switched mm-hmm. to San Luis. And the thing about it is there was no, like... Like Gregory Allen Isaacoff, I hate saying all three. I just call him I, Greg. <laughs> I don't really know him by name though. It's weird calling him Gregory, but I don't want to say Gregory Allen Isaacoff every time. You can just say Isaacoff. Anyways, sounds legit. He's he really controlled the band nicely. Like he he, I've always thought that he was the master of the crescendo. Like all, a lot of his songs. They'll start slow and then they build and build and build and they get quite loud. But you don't even realize it's happening. But then they just like, they peak and then they come right back down. Yeah. But they did all of that on stage. And a lot of times you'll see one guy on stage getting excited and then everybody kind of following that person's lead. And they'll Mm. do like very pronounced head nods. like. Like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna slow down one, two, three now. You yeah. know, none of that with these guys. It was just like yeah. they were such a well-oiled machine. Whoever was throwing the cues, somebody was throwing cues. Yeah, but they've I also been playing together for a long time. Like this is a group. Yeah, they know each other well, so you just feel it. You feel it in the music. You know when it's time to go and when it's time to pull back. Yeah, they were just. I guess the, I guess the word is professionals. They were yeah. just absolute professionals. They knew exactly yeah. what they were doing. They did on a Thursday night, nonetheless. Yep. Yeah. And so they played. Uh, they played a lot of their bangers. They played mm-hmm. San Luis, which was the first song they played. They played Big Black Car. They played Liar. Liar went. They went absolutely crazy playing Liar. For that, Liars, yeah. That was one with a huge crescendo, and then right back down. And they played stuff from their new album, too. Yeah, so they have a new album out, and it's called App- Appalooza Bones. Appalooza Bones. And so we've listened to it once or twice since the show. It's quite it's quite good. Yeah, similar to, a lot, like, very similar to his current music. Yeah. If you don't know Gregory Allen Isaacoff, you've never heard of this band or you've never, never heard of this guy, I my personal favorite album is a collaboration and a, it's a live show that he did with the Colorado Symphony. 
and he did it's all of his hit songs uh, from different albums. And me personally, that's my favorite thing to listen to. Appaloosa, what's it called? Appaloosa Bones uh, is a nice sort of compliment to that kind of music. I don't think it's better than the collab with... No, that one is the best because you get those that beautiful yeah. orchestra in the background and then his voice and it's just... it. They pair so nicely together. Yeah. So check it out. Gregory Allen Isakov. <laughs> I-S-A-K-O-V. Not Russian. He is actually born in Johannesburg, South Africa. Right. Came to... I think he came to Philadelphia at a very young age with his family and now lives in Boulder, Colorado. Fun fact. Way to go. Yep. So the show, exceptional show, and it happened to be at the Orpheum Theater, which we mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, which is downtown Vancouver. And so what we did when I got off the C-bus, we found a parking spot. Really nice parking spot right across the street. Very well done. <laughs> yeah. Very nicely nicely found parking spot. Beautiful left-handed parallel park too. But Thank you. you. I've been practicing. Yeah. Thank you. It's weird to parallel park on the left-hand side though. It's unnatural. It is unnatural. And you know what? Just before I did that one, I had to do that one. I was waiting for you. Um, what was that? Where was I waiting for you on Hastings oh, or in Pender? Gas, in gas. Cordova. 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 I was waiting on Cordova, but I had to left parallel park too and i was like oh my god <laughs> well you did it you yeah like a pro. It, was, it was good yeah so I'm we, getting better we parked the car we wandered around and we found a place to eat uh had some just some dinner before the show and a couple drinks that was nice and then we went to the theater itself in the theater um it was cool you could sort of feel the buzz because all the uh the tour bus with all the trailers, there's three tour buses pulling big trailers parked outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so you knew you were there. And then you get into this theater and you think it's just, uh, reg- it just looks like a regular building, kind of a modern-ish looking building on the outside. Oh, yeah. But when you get in, it's a throwback. It's a classic Mm-hmm. theater like Broadway style mm-hmm. theater with the red carpet and the yeah, brass carpeted floors brass handrails brass trims it's got like concrete railings or stone railings stone or whatever railings that was. And it, some... everything felt very rich and yeah. decadent inside yeah and big chandelier where we were sitting where the show was in the theater so we were on the balcony uh in the theater it was this huge theater obviously and it's got this recessed ellipse ceiling ellipse shaped ceiling so that's a like a three-dimensional yeah it was like um, a a dome a domed cylinder is what an ellipse is like half of a piece of rice oh yeah a piece of rice cut in half is an ellipse that's an ellipse. Okay, yeah. great. I'm not in construction, so don't know those things. <laughs> and in the in the ellipse, there's this huge hanging chandelier, and then there's also Michelangelo style oh, yeah, painting. paintings up there, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> one one of the paintings was a conductor um, conducting a band. Mm-hmm. Um, very fitting for what I goes f- on in that theater. That theater is actually home of the Vancouver Symphony yeah. Orchestra. Yeah. That's where they do the majority of their shows, or their home base, I guess yes. you could say. 
You know, I was looking at that chandelier and I was like, that thing is so big and it's only hanging by one chain. What if that fell? My intrusive thoughts took over. That was an intrusive thought. It's like all those people sitting under that chandelier. It's so big. Yeah. They could get really hurt. <laughs> well, I was just sitting there thinking how good this I know. Is. <laughs> I know. I'm the one that thinks about too much. Well, beautiful, beautiful room. Beautiful room. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really good. And the acoustics were good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. One pleasant surprise was when we got there. Um, we got a beer and popcorn for the show and the payment terminal did not (laughs) prompt us for a tip. And so Jessica was surprised and she said, Whoa, that's weird. There's no tip. Well, the people that work there are, um, uh, employees of the city of Vancouver and they're unionized. So they can't actually ask for tips. And I thought that was lovely. Yeah, that was kind of nice, considering everywhere we had been that day, they were asking for a tip. Coffee, butcher shop. Yeah. Restaurant. Everyone wants everyone, a tip these days. Everyone wants a tip. Oh, my God. And then you feel bad when you don't. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm going to be a jerk and not tip you. Yeah. It's almost like before you tip someone, you have to ask what their payment structure is. Do you get paid well enough? Yeah. Or like, are do, you a minimum wage? Do we need to supplement thing? this with a tip. <laughs> How many hours do you get? Do you have benefits? Yeah, do you work full time? <laughs> do you have any other supplementary income other than this 10, 15, or 20% tip you've asked for? Yeah. Although tough. no one's asking for a 10% tip either. No. I think it starts at 18 now. No, but you can go custom. You can go custom. Which but I they do. Know. They know you're going custom because that's extra buttons. Oh, sure, fine, but go custom. They're not the only ones out struggling, you know? Everybody's trying to make more money. That's true. So. Well, even that concert itself would have been enough to be a good week. But we went back-to-back big evenings because on Friday... Yeah. We went up to Squamish to the Sea to Sky Gondola. Yep. Which we are card carrying members for. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We're yearly membership members. Even though I forgot my card, so I wasn't technically card carrying mm, that that's day. That's okay. But that's fine. So they have this at the gondola, they have this Friday night concert series where every Friday night in the summer there's a different band playing on the patio. Mm-hmm. The patio is at the top of this gondola, and for anyone who has not been, it is basically just a huge patio mm-hmm. at the top of a mountain overlooking Howe Sound, uh, the Tantalus Mountain Range. You can look all the way up towards Whistler. You can see Black Tusk. You can see... The Chief is right there. Chief is right there. Diamond Head Mountain is right there. You can look all the way across Howe Sound to the Sunshine Coast Cascadia Mountains. Mm-hmm. It's just a f- spectacular. It's a great, view. it's a great ride alone. Like you could do that ride, walk around, and go home and say you had a great evening. Yeah, just the ride, the ride up on the gondola. Mm-hmm. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean the highway too. The sea, the sea, sea sky, sky to is get nice. there is yeah. nice as well. Yeah, it's a nice so, program. It's all views. It's really. a nice it's program. All views. Yeah. So there was a Latin fusion band playing uh, yeah. on Friday. Uh, the name escapes me. They're not as good as Gregory Allen Isakov. Um, or one of us, the social club, but... 
But they had Buena Vista Social Club vibes. They though. did. They were a really young band too. Yeah, they were. They yeah. were young. Um, but that was lovely. We got up there. At first, it was hard to find a seat because it was really busy. Yeah. Uh, just a bunch of picnic tables with umbrellas. Eventually, uh, I was in line getting some beverages. Uh, you scoped out a spot. Um, had that spot scooped from yeah. from right underneath you. Yeah. Uh, which was fine. It's some, okay. Some elderly people. I it's okay. I couldn't beat them up. So. Um, but we did find a table. We found another one, which yeah. was worked out better because it was just a table for us. The other table was kind of shared. So It was great. It was great. Yeah. yeah it was great. And so we listened to the band. We chit-chatted. We kind of did some people watching. So much people watching. So many people with little fresh babies. Lots of little like one day old babies. Oh my God. Like like, right out the womb. I was like, oh my God, they must be a week old. There was one where I was, I was sure there was still mucus on this child. (laughs) Kelly. It was, it it was was young. It was was so small. It had a red shriveled up face. Stop. It had, it was warm. Actually it was cool out, but they had little uh, headphones, ear, earmuffs. For the babe little on anyone else it, the headphones were as big as this baby's yeah head. as big as this baby's head this baby was small but yeah lots of little kids out there lots of parents relatively young crowd there was maybe only a handful of people that i saw that were older, oh it was older, a young but, it was a young crowd but sure. that's like squamish and surrounding everybody with a flat brimmed hat they all look the same lots of van lifers van lifers seems yeah. like mm-hmm. a handful of them were showering sort of <laughs> Once a week kind of thing. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. Everybody just looked like they were very outdoorsy. I'll yeah. just leave it at that. Lots of... Uh, Everybody was very fit, very outdoorsy, lots of great tans, lots of hiking shoes. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. We'll be nice. Nice people. Nice crowd. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and then as basically as soon as the sun went down behind... One of the mountains, it got cold fast. Yeah. So it was time to throw the hoodies on. Yeah. Uh, and Finish basically, drinks. basically get the heck out of there. Yeah, because you don't want to stay till the end of the band and then have to wait in line at the gondola. So we got out at a good time. And then we had to drive home. And, yeah, yeah. Which was also nice. That was a nice drive home too. I can't, I don't know if I prefer, do you prefer driving up? The Sea to Sky Highway towards Squamish or down the Sea to Sky Highway back to Vancouver? Uh, such different moods. Because when we were driving back, we had the sky that was all pastel, like blues and pinks with the mountain ranges and the mountains look so faded. I think I like the way back when we're coming from Whistler because we see the the range, the that big tantalus mountain range, range, the Tantalus. Yeah. Like that one. And then all the way back is good but i don't know it's hard to say i like both (laughs) i think there's an element of excitement when you're driving up towards squamish and whistler because you're on your way to do something yes and on the way back you're usually tired from what you were just doing yeah and you're happy to go home but i think the view is better on the way back because i think so yeah because when you get to a point where you can you can see how sound but you can also see out towards yeah. Vancouver Island, you can see all the ferries going in and out, and yeah, you can see the ferries going up too. 
Yeah. You always catch them. And you comment on their routes and why they're going <laughs> different well, ways. Well, the one ferry was taking a wide turn <laughs> yeah, on may- Friday. Maybe there were a lot of boats out there. Who knows? Um, so we have a big thank you to send out to hmm. one Dr. Crystal Johns. Oh, yeah. Dr. Crystal Johns. Save yeah. the day. So Crystal. See my life. <laughs> Crystal, uh, you've heard me mention Crystal and Andrew, they're the clients that I've been working for for the last year and a bit on their backyard. Crystal is a dentist, and as it turns out, she's a cosmetic cosmetic dentist. Dentist, yeah. And so, we well, why don't you explain explain what happened to your tooth? Well, okay, so my two front teeth have maybe seen. I will say they've seen better days, but. They just are starting to feel a little thin, like maybe a little um, chippy on the bottom after time of smashing so many water bottles on my teeth and whatnot, using bobby pins in my mouth to open them to put them in my hair. In any case, Kelly and I, whoa, I wanted to give you a smooch. You were trying to bite my entire (laughs) face. (laughs) I was trying to bite his face off, and we... How did... I think I just tried to bite back. Oh, yeah. He tried to bite back. And so our teeth literally met. And should... So then, what? You bit my tooth off. I didn't bite your tooth. You headbutted <laughs> my tooth with your I tooth. had I had butted Kelly's tooth. And then my tooth chipped. And so I, I could feel it immediately, happen. Immediately, I did a big, like, check my teeth smile. Yeah, and he you, was fine. And you said, no, everything's fine. And then yeah. you did a check my I teeth did. smile, and I had a look on my <laughs> face. <laughs> that was like, uh, something's different. Yeah. And I have not seen Jessica run so fast to the bathroom to I check ran, her own teeth. I ran, checked my tooth. But initial feeling of it, like, yeah, I felt something. Maybe it was a little wonky i didn't lose half my tooth but when i looked in the mirror there was a definite difference i sent photos to my sister um to show her because she is also in dentistry (laughs) i was like how do i get this fixed i was looking at myself in the mirror i did that whole laugh cry situation uh where i was like laughing because i was so like it was funny because it was just so stupid and then it start, turned into a cry because I was like, I look like a hillbilly with a chipped tooth. <laughs> I know it's there. And Kelly's like, I can't even see it. I'm like, yes, you can. You're just saying that to make me feel better. I know it's there. So every time I was smiling, I, I just, I could feel it. I knew it was there. And then I was also like cautious because I didn't want it to chip anymore because it was obviously a sensitive spot there. So, in any case, I had a pretty busy weekend leading up because I had that baby shower for Ella. So, I had to do that on Sunday. But on Saturday, when we had your staff barbecue, we were walking through the woods. And I was like, I just need to message Crystal and see if she could do this because I don't want to be looking like this anymore. And it, by any, it wasn't awful. It wasn't a bad chip, but I just knew that it was a sensitive spot. And I didn't like it, and so I had to do something about it. And it wasn't the corner of your tooth either. It was like the no. middle. It was like the middle. The middle it went up tooth. and then out a little bit. So it was just a weird spot. Could hardly see it. But it was. You there. could hardly see it. And when I smiled, my bottom lip 
covered it a bit, so you couldn't really notice that part, but I really had... Just talking normally, it would make me self-conscious. In any case, message Crystal, and she was so excited to be able to try to fix it, to get me in. She's like, I love doing stuff like this. We could fix it. You won't even notice it. So I was like, amazing. She only works on Wednesdays, and Wednesday is the start of when I have my time off. So we made an appointment. I went in. I saw her on Wednesday. And by the afternoon, I saw her Wednesday morning, and then by Wednesday afternoon, I had my tooth fixed, and they put in a composite, like, mold. You can't even tell. It matched my my tooth color so perfectly. So now I've got a fixed tooth. And I'm yep. so, so happy about it. And all for under $200. And, we yeah. Were, we were thinking oh, this was going to be thousands. I thought it was going to be at least two grand to do this because trips to the dentist are not cheap. Yeah. I don't even think a cleaning is is under four. I, I can't remember yeah, I, what I it cost last time. or 400 Anyways, yeah. yeah, so they gave me the bill and I was like, did Crystal apply a major discount? What is this? But no, that's all it was. And then... I might get Invisalign now, so they took a whole scan of my mouth. Uh, that's going to be expensive, I know, but... Maybe that's why they did it so cheap, because they knew they yeah, had you for the she'll Invisalign. she'll be back for Invisalign, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so now my tooth is, is fixed. You can't even... You honestly can't even tell where it starts and really where it ends. She did such a good job with flattening it and buffing it and making it feel like my tooth. So, very pleased. Yeah. It was the happiest $160 I spent. Yeah, it was a good news story. Yeah, it was a good news story. So yeah. thank you, Dr. Crystal Johns. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one last thing before we go. My family, the Molloys, are going to... They're basically all going camping together <laughs> at the same time. Everyone except my parents. I don't think my parents are camping. I thought... Oh, but they're going. They're going to go to the campground. So they everyone's just yeah. Room. Everyone's going to the campground. It's called McGregor Park in Port Elgin, which is near Owens. It's between Kincardine and Owen Sound. Okay, I feel like I've been to Port Elgin before. I want to say that's maybe from all about Toronto. Is that Northwest Ontario? Yeah, yeah. So, Southern Ontario, I guess technically still. Western Ontario. Mm. I don't know. It's on Lake Huron. Uh, so that'll be fun. They're not They're not all going for the same, like, days. Time. But they are so... All overlapping? Sarah's family, Adam's family, Matthew's family, and David's family are all going to overlap at least at one point or another. Nice. At the same time. So on Wednesday, sounds like Wednesday is the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. They're all going to get together for some... Uh, for a lunch, like a picnic lunch. Nice. And yeah, just have some family time at the campground. That's nice. I think that um, David and Christine camping is a funny thing because they used to go camping alone mm. for many, many years. And uh, even before they had kids and they would load their car up and every single time for like several years in a row, they would get the absolute worst weather possible oh. rain every single time it seemed really? and it got to the point every single time it, it got to the point where it was laughable like oh we're going camping oh it's supposed to rain like, yeah because you make you book your camping trip months ahead of time right you can't really you can't really book based on no. weather 
You just gotta, and not in Ontario either. Yeah, it can be so unpredictable. You just gotta book it and then go and then just see what happens. So they went through a hot streak where it was like for years it was rain every single time. So now I've noticed that they're starting to camp more with other people, mm-hmm. specifically Sarah's family mm-hmm. and other people. And so I wonder if they're trying to lift the curse of the rainy camping trips by mm-hmm. joining other groups. They're putting it on the other people to plan. So No, no, it's not. No, that. no, no. Maybe... So that the weather lords are not seeing that they are trying to camp. Right. Like the attention is not. They're on trying them. to sneak in under the radar. Yes, yes. And then by the time they get to the campground, the rain gods are like, What the Yeah. We didn't that, we weren't expecting you. Is that David and Christine? We didn't yeah. have we don't have any rain planned. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't saying it that they're just having to not plan oh. a thing and get off scot free. <laughs> well, so hopefully everybody uh safe travels for everyone, I guess, is what we're wishing here. Mm-hmm. And then also I hope that no they rain. have good weather, and I hope that David and Christine don't bring the rain. And if they do, I hope... It'll be a party. I hope Sarah, rain. Matthew, and Adam's family's juju fights off the rain yeah. on behalf of David and Christine. <laughs> uh-huh. So, anyways, that would be kind of fun to go to. Uh, we had our own fun at the at the concert and at the gondola. And then we had, if I remember correctly, we had a barbecue the day before in the park. Felt like camping. Uh, when we went to the week? Cleveland Dam and had That's a barbecue. That's yep, And I forgot had... the burgers for our barbecue. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I think we even said we should put that on the podcast. Yeah. So we packed up this huge picnic. Uh, it's going to be great. Go out, barbecue. Yeah. Lots of nice burgers from a butcher down the street. Yeah. Uh, salad? Was there a salad involved? Yeah, Greek salad. Greek you salad. Yeah. yeah. So I packed up the barbecue and the propane and the All the utensils. things needed for a barbecue. We even had a wagon. We had so yeah. much stuff. We were rocking a wagon. Yeah. We got to the table, started unpacking everything, the cooler, unpacking the cooler, and then realizing nobody brought the burgers. <laughs> so they had, I had to run back uh. to my place and get the burgers out of the fridge. That's my bad. That wasn't me. That wasn't my fault. That's okay, though. Uh, yeah, it's it's fine. But it was funny because I put the burgers back in the fridge. Because you know how I am. I'm weird about things sitting out too long and not being cold. I put them back in the fridge and then I was like, okay, can't forget the burgers because they're in there still keeping cool. And I forgot the freaking burgers. Yep. <laughs> uh, I brought I us Timbits, though. <laughs> yeah. We had Timbits, which were in the same in the type same, of bag. Yeah. The so, brown paper bag. I don't know. Maybe I looked at that and thought those were the burgers, and I just went on with my day. But lesson learned. Lesson learned. Not really a tough lesson, though, at all. It was No, fun. no. The park was just up the street, so it only took me five minutes to get... There and back with the burgers, yeah. so no problem. So hopefully no one, hopefully no one on the camping trip forgets their food, because uh, that's yeah. less, that's a little bit more of a, yeah, a darn it if a you forget it. if you forget yeah some of the food and little mouths to feed too. That's a little lots of little, little bevis. tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, thank you to Crystal. Uh, have fun, everybody. Yeah. Hope you stay safe. I wonder if they can have campfires. Is there a campfire ban? I don't Ontario? know if Ontario gets campfire bans. Like... They do. They definitely do. Oh, I they do? I just wonder if it's been mm, a dry... I, I just wonder if it's been Aren't a dry... Aren't parts of Ontario on 
Like there are some forest fires out there. Earlier this, yeah, they had a fiery spring, right? Because all the smoke went down to New York State and. Oh yeah, which is so weird. Yeah. I feel like that never really happened in Ontario. Yeah, Quebec, I think Quebec, Quebec was on fire too. Oh, Lots yeah. of fires this year. Lots of fires for Canada and strange places that you wouldn't think they would see. But I remember when I was looking at a map in for fires in in the world, I guess, for North America. And it was like only in Canada, right across, like on the border. It's like, oh, geez, that's tough. Well, there's a lot of trees and a lot of dry weather. So lot there's of lots, trees, of fuel yeah. for the, uh, lots of fuel for the fire once mm-hmm. it starts going. Things will grow from the ashes, though. That's true. Somebody told me, I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody told me that pine cones on the ground, when they're exposed to extreme heat, they, they are seeds. They sort of, I don't know if they pop or something, but that's how the seeds, that's how the seeds are. Oh, maybe spread. So maybe new. Well, new life always comes out of forest fires. Yes. Um, yeah. It's just really sad to see. Really sad to see the uh, sort of the magnitude. Here we are, bookending this podcast with Again, sadness. Again, with more fire. Anyways. Didn't mean to do Phoenix that. Phoenix rising. There will be more growth. <laughs> we didn't mean them. to do that. We hope there's we hope there's no fire bans in Ontario. So enjoy our camping trip. They can everyone. have a sing along. They can cook marshmallows. Have they can, beautiful weather. Yeah. Beach. Just go to the beach time. every day. Take advantage of yeah. it. Exactly. Anyways, hey, love everybody lots. Thanks for <laughs> listening. Love you lots. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>